podcast time that's right benford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam yellow my co-host spooky jordan <laughs> so what's up your favorite spookable here yeah hey uh we're recording on halloween turns out the last episode that we did uh was coming out closer to halloween i didn't think about it in the moment no. uh no foresight so uh you know maybe we'll get a little spooky today i'm not feeling spooky because uh i'm looking at uh I don't know, a couple inches of snow falling in uh, in Milwaukee, winter storm warning. Mm-hmm. My, pump- my pumpkins are covered with uh, a white powder, uh, and I'm not talking about cocaine. <laughs> you, are you doing a Billy Reback or, uh, or <laughs> a Will O'Leary, oh. Will O'Leary joke? Sorry. I get Billy my Re- interviews mixed up. <laughs> Billy Reback is going to sue your ass for that. <laughs> no, he'd probably like it. That's uh, yeah. that's gonna make it into his next screenplay. Somebody snorting coke off of uh, out of a pumpkin. pumpkin. That does sound kind of fun. Uh, yeah, a lot of snow here today. Happy Halloween. I love Halloween. Not necessarily when it snows, but I, I also love talking to you, Jordan. So how uh, are you today? I'm doing good. I'm I'm at a different extreme. Uh, 92 degrees. It feels like here. So I don't. Hopefully, it cools down before we take the little girl trick or treating. I'm wondering, yeah. are you gonna? I think we talked about this. You have the same costume as her this year. Go on. <laughs> She's going to be a little cow, and I think that's what you are. Oh, yeah. A little moomer. Yeah, you love to moo. That is a cute costume. Jordan, uh, I'd like you to send a picture uh, of her in costume. Are you so not on? Do you not get our tiny beans? Ah, there's some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want a specific one sent directly to you. Jordan, I've got to be honest. The tiny bean stuff, I'm thinking about unsubscribing. There's just, so, ma- there's just so many. You've already created an email rule where you filter it into a specific folder that's called spam. <laughs> it's called spam. It's called Jordan spam. Jordan spam. All, all your emails go. No, uh, that sounds very cute. Uh, you know, it's funny. It seems like uh, trick-or-treating doesn't always happen on Halloween anymore. You notice that? Well, I hear a lot about, like, trunk-or-treats or... Yeah. Uh, I was reading an article, they say they have, like, friends over in the driveway and pass out candy together and do, like, a little party in the driveway. Hashtag not my Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I'm wondering, this is the first year, obviously, we've been in this house, so I'm wondering, we're going to take Olivia out, do some trick-or-treating, but I don't know what kind of trick-or-treating people we're going to get around here. So you know, it's it's hard to say. Oh, you know, make sure you have candy. That's I have all. some. I have some candy for sure. So yeah. And any candy that is, I made sure to get candy that I like. So if nobody else comes, I can eat the rest of it. Yeah. So. Well, I know in the past you've given out like dental floss and um, kind of like rotten apples. So it's good mm-hmm. that you've sort of adapted to you know modern candy, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> modern candy. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that does not set a foot in my house, and that's candy corn. Okay. All right, you, I hate it. You're gonna you're gonna riff on that. I'm not. That I just okay. I don't understand. What's why do people like candy corn? There seems to be a great divide in our nation, and mm. it's about candy corn. <laughs> just that's the only one, though. <laughs> it's the only one. Some people like it, and some people hate it. And I'm a on lot the of people side. are talking lately about impeaching candy corn, but I I, I don't know. It seems <laughs> seems like it's more complex than that. I am. I'll eat it. I'm I'm not a big fan, but I would eat it. I don't dislike it certainly. Mm. All right. Well, agree to disagree. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Adam, you know, every year 
we yeah. do kind of well we didn't last year but most <laughs> every year i would say three out of four years we do like a little halloween gathering with our friends down here and some minute to win it halloween themed games okay. this, yeah. this year was no exception wow uh, so we did a couple of those but this year i did something a little bit different and i used the old technology wizard in me and I created an online quiz, and everybody got out their smartphones, and they were taking the quiz on their phone, and it was all timed, and you know all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, mm. since it is Halloween, and since you are a Halloween connoisseur, mm. you might be interested in taking a little bit of this quiz. Yeah, I am. Can you circle back to the old Halloween wizard inside of you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I said technology wizard. Oh, oh, okay, technology. Okay, same. <laughs> I, I like the idea of an old Halloween. Wizard. <laughs> oh, that's just Merlin, the old Halloween wizard. <laughs> it's just Dumbledore. That's all. Yeah, Jordan, I'd love to take your quiz. Uh, I'm a little <laughs> nervous. I hope I, I hope I uh, perform well, but um, you didn't know this was coming, of course. No, you of course were afraid not. I was going to make you do like a Dracula impression, but no. Well, you wouldn't be making me do a Dracula impression. <laughs> he would be coming in from Transylvania, and um, flights last minute like that are expensive. So that was what I was worried Very about. Very expensive, and yeah. it's it's hard to do that. All right, mm-hmm. so I've got twenty questions. We're not going to do all twenty. Wow, <laughs> we're not going to do all twenty. But uh, there's everything in here from the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, to okay. Harry Potter, to Disney-themed rides and that you, are spooky. It, but I'm not going to ask you about any of those. Did you make this quiz, or did you pull it from somewhere? I made it myself, okay, but I pulled so it. I should get a general idea of what kind of questions I'm going to be asked. Well, I'm going to do just the general Halloween stuff. Okay. Um, right. I, don't, I don't know that the other stuff is as interesting for people. Um, maybe they'll learn something here. So that's, I've, uh, got, I've got... I've got eight. We'll see how many we get through. I don't want to like, well, push it. Multiple these, choice. Okay. All right. I'm not sure. going to make it impossible. Uh, okay. I'm Although ready. if you want to just guess, that might be better. No, I'll, I'll do multiple choice. We'll go faster. I'll tell you way. if I need the choices. Oh. Pretty cocky, huh? All right. Question number one, Mr. Cocky. Yeah. Which item is banned only during Halloween in Hollywood, California? <laughs> Definitely need some choices on that. <laughs> Alright. First is toilet paper, silly string, spell books, or axes. Alright. I'm gonna think about those people in Holly Weird. Uh Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say silly string. That's correct. Good job. Thank you. Wouldn't it be funny if they banned toilet paper? Well that's hard because you gotta wipe, you know? It's <laughs> tough. Yeah. It's tough. Alright. Question number two. What popular fall festival activity did the Romans bring to Britain when they invaded? This is such a Jordan quiz. <laughs> Just wait. Uh, it gets better. Okay. Did the Romans bring to uh, Britain when they conquered? Is that what you said? When they invaded, yes. Invaded. Okay, go ahead. Trick-or-treating, okay. hay, hay rides, okay. haunted houses, or bobbing for apples? I I like the the idea of them bringing haunted houses with them. Like, hey guys, uh, we're the Romans. And Do you guys remember seeing the Colosseum? It was super spooky. We're yeah. bringing it here. They're just set up like kind of slapdash skeletons <laughs> to jump out. Um, I'm gonna go with bobbing for apples, Jordan. That's, that's correct. Two for two. You're doing okay. good. Yeah. In what country was the first written account of children using the phrase "trick or treat" on Halloween? Okay. USA, UK. Canada, Austria. Written account of children saying trick or treat. I'm going to say right here in the good old United States of America. Eh. 
<laughs> you gotta travel just a little bit north into Canada. Oh, man. It was in some newspaper. Uh, I think it was in Dan Aykroyd's uh, <laughs> childhood journal. <laughs> All right, question number four. And well, I'm gonna skip this one. That one's not as fun. All right, okay. uh, here's a good one. We talked about okay. Halloween candy a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. How many children have been seriously injured or killed from poison candy <laughs> given to them by strangers during Halloween? This, there's an exact number. You ready for the numbers? Okay. Yeah. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. Or thirteen. Thirteen. Zero. Eh. You sure? It's just an old wives' tale. That's never so. No one's ever. I don't know. I maybe guess it's like, never been reported. Yeah, maybe like we thought it was natural causes, but actually they they were poisoned. <laughs> I, uh, can I can I contest that? Can no, I not kind of okay. Right, no, fine. <laughs> the Halloween's are shut up. All right, all right. <laughs> this one's a good one. Okay, you say that you say that before all of the questions. No, yes, I skipped continue. one. Oh, okay. All right. What percent of American parents say they don't eat some of their children's candy? Say they don't eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. 75%, 3%, 50%, or 22%? 22%. That's correct. Okay. So I guess we're not all liars. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a bit more spooky than the other ones. Oh, no. Okay. All right. I guess if uh, there's only two more, unless you want to keep going. So we'll see. In the Middle Ages, why were mummies? Why were so many mummies being bought and sold? This sounds like a joke, like uh, like a knock, like a knock, joke. <laughs> we'll just get ready. For, one of the answers is is pretty okay. Uh, uh, a Jordan joke. It's not a very good one. Yeah. All right, first first uh, possible answer: to be ground into medicine. The second is to bring them back to life. The third is for lab experiments, and the fourth is because people were hungry. Okay, what was the question again? <laughs> In the Middle Ages, why were so many mummies being bought and sold? All right, I gotta hear them again. I'm sorry. Quite, just really quick. Uh, ground into medicine, brought back to life, lab experiments, or people were hungry. Middle Ages. Uh, you know, I want to say lab experiments, but I don't think there was a lot of lab stuff going on in the Middle Ages. So I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna say ground into medicine, even though I don't even know what it, really what that would entail. Adam, I would say you're an expert uh, quiz taker. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, sorry you didn't invite me to your nerdy party. I probably would have wasted everybody. <laughs> uh, this one's a bit sad, so I guess I'm going to end on it. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll see. All right. During the Salem witch trials, how many of the accused were hanged? Okay. Seven, 19, 13, or three? 13 is too obvious. Um, I'm going to... S- 19 seems high. I'll say 7. 19. Wow, okay. Doesn't that make you sad? Yeah, I I was just out in in Danvers, and I went to a uh, little memorial there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a a sad thing. Uh, In a sad way to end, can you ask, is there one more question that's a little (laughs) bit more chipper? Yeah, I was just listening to a podcast called Unobscured, if people want to hear a very Mm -hmm. in-depth podcast on the Salem Witch Trials, and Mm -hmm. that that was good. Okay. Uh, Okay. Do you want a Harry Potter question, a great mm. pumpkin question, uh, a general pumpkin question, or a Disney question? Dealer's choice. Oh. All right. Is This is only uh, either or, so this will be easy. Okay. Well, not easy, but faster. Is pumpkin a fruit or a vegetable, Adam? 
Hmm. Well, I know tomatoes are fruit, so I, I wish you would have asked that because <laughs> I've been tricked so many times. Uh, pumpkin. It's a fruit. That's correct. How'd I do? How many did I get right? I think I you like, only got like one wrong. You gotta be impressed, Jordan. The I, listeners I, will go back and find it out. The only one I can remember you getting wrong was the Canada one. Oh, so. I, got the, I got the witch number wrong as well. So maybe like seven of nine or something. All, um, I, get, all I know is I'm very impressed. Well, uh, Jordan, that I appreciate that. Uh, I'm glad to put my money where my mouth is with my Halloween love. Uh, Halloween champion, Adam Dietz. Yeah, just send the belt in the mail, if you don't mind. Mm. I will. <laughs> I'm going to send you that picture that you used to send me of like the Swag Award or something that had Jared in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that. But, we, don't, uh, we don't need to. Jordan, thank you for uh, for doing that. That was uh, that was a good time. It was a good time. I'm glad yeah. everyone had a good time. This episode, we'll find out if it's a good time or not by the end of it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be episode 154, Room at the Top. This yep. one. Written by Elliot Schoenman and Marley Sims. I tried to figure out the last episode that they wrote together or separate, but IMDb was not having it. So any of our super sleuths can go find out if they want. How do you mean they weren't having it? I would click on, you You click on their name, yeah. and then I go click on the episodes. Ugh. And there's like an episode list, and it would just spin and spin and spin and not expand. Oh, Jordan. You know, technology. I guess the old technology wizard couldn't defeat that one. You know, uh, this is kind of an aside, and I know we've wasted enough time, but uh, <laughs> I volunteered the other night at the Milwaukee Film Festival, uh, and I was, like, scanning tickets uh, to get people in, and the ticket scanner, like, eh, it was an app on the phone, didn't work that well, yeah. uh, kind of just froze a bunch of times, and <laughs> I kept saying, I kind of didn't really know what to say, because some people get pretty PO'd about stuff like that, which is dumb, because, yeah. like, what's anyone supposed to do? And I was like, technology it's easier until it's harder. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone appreciate that? I would have loved it. I don't know. Yeah, I, can't, I didn't really. I couldn't really tell. You know, it's it's, uh, it's crazy. It was chaos. But so uh, much wisdom in that head of yours. <laughs> Halloween and otherwise. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the Milwaukee Film Festival is if it would have just retired uh, after Ferris Bueller, probably would have been one of the most iconic <laughs> festivals of all time. I hope that you posted something about that on Twitter when we get there, because I want, yeah. really want to hear the audience reaction. Yeah, I did. Don't worry okay, about it. Good. All right, back to the episode. Aired October 7th, 1997. So close to having a Halloween episode on the actual air, our yeah, record date. but like two weeks away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this episode title is uh, referencing the movie Room at the Top from 1959. Not familiar with that movie, but they very often use older movies, I feel like, for their episode titles. I guess it's just a testament to the writing staff being mostly older. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, trivia note. Several people mentioned that the beard that Tim was growing mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. In real life, Tim Allen grew it for his role in For Richer or Poorer, which just made me so happy because it just reminded me of the episode that we recorded in patreon and what a fun time we had i gotta say the beard is much better than the movie yeah yeah i don't do do people still do that i don't know grow out like a beard like this for a movie role or do they just put a fake beard on i don't know (laughs) they grow up i think cgi beard it's still happening i think jordan (laughs) (laughs) this seems like a sign of the times to me (laughs) i don't I don't really get why you would think that. No, I think it still happens. No? 
All right. Uh, it was interesting. You think, you think beards are CGI now? Like everything else? All beards like, are CGI. It's just yeah. like an Avengers movie everywhere with beards. I wish I could get a CGI beard. Probably look better than what I got going on right now. <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> no, that's true. It's hard to feel bad for the Halloween champion. He's got to have uh, some flaws. That's true. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, here comes our very flawed segment of alternative titles. Adam, how many do you have? Five. Five. All right. That's a lot. I have three, and uh, I went a little bit of an unconventional route here, which I'm going to see if you can pick up on after I read all of them. Another quiz? (laughs) It's kind of a quiz, but uh, go ahead and lead off since you got five. All right. First one, Satanic Panic. Nice. Very good. Mm -hmm. My first one is Dinner Party. Okay. Well, just, I can't just wait till you, after you hear all three. I can't judge them until I hear all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but I will judge it and say I don't <laughs> like it so far. Uh, <laughs> next one. Take a chill pill, Jill. Oh, got her. Yeah, she needs to chill. All right. My second one is the fight. Dinner party. The fight. Okay. There's one more that hopefully... It's going to tie it all together. (laughs) Clue you in. Wow. Okay, I have three more. Um, (laughs) Not that you're bragging. She's therapist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. I like... You you went conventional route and uh, you brought it. All right. My last one is grief counseling. Okay. Can you say them all again for me? The dinner party, the fight, mm-hmm. and grief counseling. These are office episodes? Yes, that's correct. This episode yeah. talks about the office a lot, and it made me think about the office a lot, especially the dinner party scene. So I just went and I... There high was, level. There yeah, were so level. many that I could have included, too, that would have fit this episode, but I just I just stopped with three. I appreciate that. I, I think it's... We both like the office. Yeah, so. I, think, I think it was good. All right, uh, two more. Uh, toyed story, because Tim's getting toyed around with. Boy, is he. And he mm. was, I don't know if people know this. Our listeners probably oh, yeah, don't know this. yeah, shoot, yeah, tell him, tell him. He played Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. Oh, I forget, because the show doesn't like, kind of casually reference it every so often. I mean, yeah, it's not pretty at cool. all. Not at yeah. all. Uh, last one. If you build it, insight will come. Wow. Good week for me, I gotta say. That's, um, there's no weak link there. No, there's not. Uh, and as a celebratory gesture of my uh, alternative titles, I have to go get a drink of water. So <laughs> you may want to edit this out, but I'm very thirsty. I'll be right back. Well, with that behind us, and I suppose with, uh, with you refreshed, we can start the episode. And yeah, I will, I will have to go to the bathroom in probably a half hour. <laughs> Uh, so just go ahead and go bad at it. You well. ever, audience, you ever wonder why I complain about editing so much? It's because Adam's always going Jordan, to the bathroom. The audience, <laughs> the audience can't answer. I saw you pause. You pause there to see. Like, yeah, I was yeah, actually waiting. Did. I was waiting for you to get really mad or something. No, but, uh, Jordan. It seems Halloween. like you've gone to anger management or something. Uh, no, I just watched the old Charlie Sheen show on FX. Anger oh, okay. management, and it's the same effect. What about cheap, the Adam Sandler movie? Uh, nah, <laughs> don't like that. Goose Just the fra- TV show. Goose Fraba. That uh, is, uh, I love Jack Nicholson. Eh, maybe skip that movie. I don't know. 
<laughs> you know, I probably watched it once, and I don't think, think I'll see it again. Think about your legacy at a certain point. Eh, you know, whatever. It's not the bucket list, that's for sure. All, All right, right, go ahead. Open tool time. We're on location, and we're in some place we've been a few times, but not in a while. And we're in Al's apartment. Uh, right away, you noticed him with a beard. Looks looks good, I think. Not as good as Al's. Um, there's a very funny opening here where they're starting the show and Al's in the bathroom. Uh, and so there's a lot of Al's like, you know, you get the fl- the toilet flushing and Al's very flustered because they started the show while he's in the toilet. And uh, Tim obviously did, did this on purpose. So I, I like that. That was good. It's a good joke to start tool time. Uh, they're talking about turning dead space into living space. And so far, they've done a spice rack, a, a guest bedroom out of a closet, which is kind of just a full-down bed. I don't know that you call that a guest bedroom. A pocket door they're going to install next. And a new home entertainment system, which, um, as far as I see, is just a TV. But they call it a home entertainment system that comes down from the ceiling. There's a lot of, uh, I guess, animosity in this scene between Al and Tim. And I think it probably just starts with... Al getting caught in the can, maybe. Yeah. They they start burning each other on their beards, and Tim makes the old, you know, uh, Al's mom joke about her beard, which we haven't gotten in a very long time. So yeah, they brought it back for season seven. Uh, Al wants to try out the 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 guest bed and the TV, so he jumps on, and he gets the remote, and it turns out the remote also controls the bed, and he springs himself through the wall. And what everyone expected to happen at the end of the scene is <laughs> for him to end up in the apartment next door and the guy who lives there to be the guy that says, hey, I don't go for that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going to the well too many times? Or nope. What, did you, or did nope. you appreciate it? I like it. You like it? Okay. I like this guy. It's, the reason I like this guy is I had no idea how many times I would see him. He's in a lot. He's, like he does the, a lot. Yeah, this has got to be like the sixth or seventh time. Like, so when you think about Tool Time and the recurring gags, like you obviously think about Tim screwing stuff up. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, Tim. Uh, stuff of that nature. This I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a, a happy accident for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't didn't do as much for me this time, but uh, I'll be ready next time, uh, <laughs> and there will be. A couple notes here. <clears throat> Al's apartment kind of a sad place i don't know not since the since the broken engagement or just i don't know just in general it's pretty uh, it just bums me out so it's, <laughs> it's like green i don't bad, like the green color paint. i will agree yeah it's just like very much a bachelor apartment there's like too much stuff in there uh i don't know just yeah it maybe seems like al's not doing so hot he could use a visit from marie kondo huh <laughs> couldn't we all uh yeah that'd be, that's a romance i'd like to see <laughs> Uh, next scene, <laughs> home at the table. Uh, Jill's working uh, on schoolwork. Man, she makes getting an advanced degree look hard. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, I was busy, but uh, I guess I didn't have three kids, so I'll, I'll give her give her some credit. Um, Mark wants her to sew skulls on his shirt. Um, t- you know, they're I just know. continuing to progress this little storyline episode by episode. It's When's just... it gonna reach its height? Like I. I I, I know that there's going to, I don't know, I guess... I the Halloween expect. episode, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of, it's, yeah. It's, uh, she mentions skulls as being like, you know, like sewing something demonic on his clothes. I felt like that was a little far. I don't know. I, you, maybe you don't want your kid having skulls on his clothes, but I demonic? think she's just uh, de- terrified at this about face of her 
adorable yeah. little child. So I guess I don't know. Um, she's kind of flustered about that. Randy comes in <laughs> and uh, he's taken the the thesaurus, uh, and she's mad about that. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. It seems so stupid. You're. I can already tell you like this one more than me because you're get, you're getting your yucks uh, in weird places. Uh, Did you like the joke about them being like what was it, what was the joke like middle class? Uh, oh, I don't know. I didn't. Write yeah, it they did that multiple times. No, it wasn't that funny. A little, little too that. on the nose. Yeah. Uh, Jill's mad about that. Uh, Brad comes in. He wants to eat at the dinner table where Jill has papers and all of her work scattered throughout. And he, you know, you know where this is headed. And he spills something on the table, sort of ruins everything. Before he does that, he just kind of shoves everything out of the way. You know, though, uh, it's a dinner table, so <laughs> and that's uh, the I'm point on he Brad's makes. Side. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of on Brad's side. Also, like she doesn't need to have her stuff. Like she could take All up half that, half that amount of room. Probably, I don't know. Uh, we work from home. You know, we you. Mostly, we make. It I work have a very, right? I have a very small corner. Um, I mean, we don't want to go too much into yeah, the, the office right. thing that I share. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I have a very small corner that is tidy and doesn't have paper everywhere. I suppose I don't use as much paper as she does, though. This is true. She's like know, a mini Dunder Mifflin, you know. Dunder. Dunder. <laughs> Dunder esta Mifflin. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. She's she's frustrated. She's kind of in a mood, I would say. Uh, Tim comes home, and she decides, hey, you know what? I've had it. I want you to build me an office, uh, and it's going to be in the attic, and I want you to keep it simple, Tim. And Tim is very excited, and that's how that scene ends. Yeah, and he does make a point to say, like, don't don't play around with my emotions, because he's, he's very stoked here. Hey, so. t- toy story. <laughs> he gets toyed. I wondered right away... Um, didn't they already have like a mini office right when you walk in where that computer is? I thought so too, but she never seems to work there. Probably because the visual wouldn't work as well. It's kind of closed <laughs> off. So <laughs> probably because it's a sitcom and they need some kind of conflict. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, good point. Next short scene here. Tim is unloading the attic. Uh, you you mentioned they're going to be making an office in there. There's lots of interesting stuff all around. Um, Again, they could use Marie Kondo, I suppose, because I don't. I doubt all this stuff. Stop brings it them with joy. your propaganda. <laughs> brings them joy. Is there an episode they mention minimalism? I'm not sure. All right, uh, there's lots of interesting stuff here. Uh, you know, there's the hat that Tim obviously really likes because he's wearing it on his head, and it has a was it a bunny in in there? He like popped as, it as open. As an and... owner of rabbits, Jordan, yes, you should remember it was a bunny. I just see too many bunnies, so I just assume, like, as I'm watching things, when I see a bunny, I'm just imagining the bunny, because they're all over the place in my life. So, uh, Tim has lots of questions for Jill, you know, the logistics of what she wants, you know, what color paint does she want on the walls, what is the sheen, you know, does she want semi-gloss or Charlie flat? sheen, anger management, yeah, we're bringing it back. <laughs> what kind of carpet does she want, all this stuff. Jill has no time for this, which seems no. a little strange, and just kind of runs out the door. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. You think what? she'd be excited about this? She, I guess it's, yeah, uh, I don't know, Builder's Remorse kind of immediately. <laughs> That'd be another good title. Man, great, great day for me. Fire yep. all cylinders. Oh, um, she, yeah, she's, I don't know, like, she she has this idea that she wants him to build something and then refuses to make any decisions. I guess she doesn't want to be further, like, bogged down by the decision making, but uh, he's asking, like, pretty basic questions, like, what color do you want it to be? 
I don't know, pick a freaking color, Jill. Like it's not <laughs> You just say blue. That doesn't like need that. to be a difficult decision, but I guess that kind of just describes her general demeanor in this episode. At so. this point, at the end of the scene, I thought this episode was gonna go in a very different direction. What direction did you think it was gonna go in? I thought Tim was going to basically just start making all the decisions, but make really weird and poor decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, she would go see it and it would be he terrible. He was gonna Tim Taylor it and, you know, yeah, a lot of like build build in things with remote controls and stuff. Yeah, uh, and that's that's not the way it works out. But uh, we move to the next scene, and Jill is taking therapy of her own. I guess this is part of her master's requirement. Yeah, I uh, wondered about. The- seems strange. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then she also has to like pay for it out of pocket. Maybe I don't know. It's just like student teaching. <sighs> yeah, I mean that's a bit of a crock in and of itself, but <laughs> we won't go there too much, I suppose. Uh, any psychologists in the audience, please fill us in on this as something, if this is something you had to do. Um, she thinks she has nothing to share, you know? She's just kind of there to fulfill her requirements. But then all of a sudden, the floodgates, they open, and she goes on and on. She's rattling off, you know, she just turned 40. She's jump-starting a new career. She has three kids, one who's becoming Satan's little plaything. Uh, <laughs> Which is what you used to call me, but I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> She's overwhelmed and ends up on the couch and says, you know what, you probably want to turn on the tape recorder because this is going to be a long session. So um, I guess she was surprised she needed this therapy session. Therapist is played by Jack Blessing, which is uh, a good name. You know, he unfortunately passed away in 2017 at 66. Too young. He is Not a lot to do in this episode. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to pay memory to a, a, a man who's passed away, Jordan. I was going to uh, actually talk about his performance, so I guess we both were. Wow. Okay, we'll get there. Uh, he has 93 credits to his name. Uh, moved to voice work later on in his career, but uh, he's in a, a couple well-known films. Uh, he plays Jarvis in Talladega Nights, which I haven't seen in a long time, but that's a movie that I remember liking quite a bit. Uh, and then did some miscellaneous crew work in The Chronicles of Riddick. The Hunger Games, and uh, the next three days, a Russell Crowe movie. Um, a lot. Uh, too, too bad to, uh, to see he's passed away. Jordan, uh, carry on. You know, he doesn't have a lot to do here. It's a short scene, and he's mm-hmm. mostly taking notes and, and interjecting things here <clears> or there. But I thought, I thought he was good. I thought he was believable. And, um, yeah, I liked him. Uh, unfortunate we don't see him a little bit more. Yeah, agreed. Uh, next scene. So, Jordan, I'll take this next scene home. Uh, Tim is, uh, talking dirty to a drywall. <laughs> that, that should have been another title. <laughs> and Brad, uh, Brad kind of approaches and, and sees him and, um, I don't know, they have kind of a weird back and forth about, like, Brad, uh, liking girls versus liking Better. drywall. I don't, I yeah. don't know. Uh, kinda, the best part not, about this is, great. uh, the best part about this is it's not going to be the only time they talk about this little encounter. So. Yeah, they do. They do reference it later, and it's very satisfying <laughs> to see him come back. Jill comes home, and uh, boy, this therapy session has really changed things for her. Wow. Um, she decides that uh, she needs to simplify, and that... simplify. You mean like minimalism? <laughs> you know, Wait, I just read what? a book called Digital Minimalism, and it was very good. Digital minimalism. Yeah, maybe you should read it. What's that like? E- deleting emails. Cal Newport, go ahead. Anybody in the audience who's interested, it's worth a read. Cal Newport? Cal Newport's never worked a real job <laughs> in his life. <laughs> All right. If you say, don't interrupt me with minimalism again, okay? Interrupt me with anything but that, okay? All right. Hey, 
Chief Pip. Okay. All right. Dennis Miller, classic. He's really popular now. <laughs> very, very popular. Uh, uh, minimalism, Pip. Uh, okay. So, Jill comes home. Simplified, not minimalism related. Um, does not want the attic to be built at all. Um, Jill and Tim kind of fight about it. It's, there's some funny lines here where, like, she is trying to explain herself to Tim, and he's, she says, like, I want to get to a deeper level. And he says, yeah, like, subflooring. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah, like, it, you know, it eventually kind of erupts. Like, she wants things to be more simple. Tim feels uh, like she, you know, promised him an opportunity that she's taking away for no real reason. Uh, she says he's not listening. He kind of makes, uh, takes a jab at her about, you know, paying to have someone listen to her problems. Tim's angered. Uh, we find out that they will be having a dinner party <laughs> later this evening, and, and uh, you know, we, we get to that pretty quickly. But they're mad at each other, Jordan. They yeah, there's like, there's like two phases to this fight. First it's yeah. just arguing and then really takes off, and then we're going to the dinner party. So It Doug- was a little bit like uh, you and your wife, you know, arguing over the office space before last week's episode. Well, the problem is she won't minimize. Anyways, uh, (laughs) dinner party. She's going to minimize you uh, via a uh, divorce. I doubt it. All right. Dinner party. uh, Doug and Patty coming over. We haven't seen them since Brad got his license. And uh, we liked them then, and I like them now. Doug is funny. Doug is... is, I, I like this scene a lot. Um, you know, right away you can just tell it's a very awkward room. You can cut the tension with a knife. And, uh, there's a joke here about, I think it's Doug says, you know, this is really, really good fish. It doesn't even taste like fish. And, and Tim says, you know, that's good. Cause it was chicken. Yep. Uh, we get a little bit of that earlier on as well, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's pointed out here more. Patty brings up the therapy session and like, while they're having all these conversations that are happening, Tim and Jill are just, like, really um, bickering, but also being, um, oh, what's the word? Oh, Mad. No, 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 no. Well, while you think of it, I do want to say something. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the scene kind of opens, I like how it opens, you know, to establish that it's awkward. It's just sort of silent, but all you can hear is, like, the scrape, the scraping of knives yes. and forks on the, on the plates, which is just, like, I don't know, that's just kind of good sound design and sort of a clever way to start like you sort of immediately know the the mood and tone of the scene based on that don't have to Uh, waste any time so they can save it for that scene later where tim's sleeping on the couch oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you too picked up on that scene being uh uh, i don't know extraneous (laughs) we'll get there in a moment yeah all All right right. so yeah like you said that's a that's a good way to open the scene as well and there's some camera work in this scene as well yeah boy oh boy they're going up and doing overhead shots and all sorts of stuff well you get jordan you get an aerial shot of the table (laughs) boy (laughs) which is adam's said in a long cup of, time cup of tea uh the word i was looking for earlier is they're passive aggressive to begin okay. th- their conversation and then it just kind of escalates but you know doug wants to bring this out in the open and, mm-hmm. and like just talk about it together yeah. uh as a table i suppose yeah patty squashes this idea real quick thinks it's yeah. a bad idea mm-hmm. i wish they would have but they kind of do anyway but Patty and Doug don't really get to interact as much. The office yeah. comes up pretty quickly. Things escalate further. Um, I didn't really write more than that because it's like the same argument that they're rehashing. But yeah. I did write Doug and Patty are funny. So Doug is doing this thing where, you know, it's pretty awkward. And Doug is trying to sort of change the subject. So he's like, eh, 
see you growing a beard. Like, you just kind of, like, just sort of say, like, things like that. Like, ah, seems like you guys are maybe kind of fighting, huh? It's just, like, I don't know, sort of leading questions, but it's funny. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it ends, and, and things are perhaps even worse than when the scene started, Jordan. But uh. don't even worry, because we're going to cut to a really good scene. <laughs> Where are we? I don't even, like, I, I don't have much to say on this. So, I mean, it's uh, short, but, yeah. It's short, but, man, is it stupid pointless uh tim sleeping on the couch because of the fight uh brad and randy are sort of hovering around him talking about him sleeping on the couch for like a minute and they talk about the drywall and um i don't know like what what else they talk about it's just it's weird his beard, yeah, his beard's growing in really nice. They um, just want to make sure everybody knows what's happening in this episode. Um, I just don't know why they were doing this and how Tim slept through it all. It, it, it's so short, and it doesn't even... Because the next scene is Tim outside, so it's just like... This didn't, This was not even a necessary sort of like uh, transition. It, it's, it's really strange. I haven't seen a scene this pointless in a really long time, because it's short, does nothing isn't funny it's like i guess they wanted to get the kids in it more maybe but it it was pretty weird yeah very strange why didn't mark pop up at the end with his like demonic skull (laughs) mark is like holding a cross upside down at the the couch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right like you said short and not so sweet outside next scene wilson's raking some leaves which means we better play a clip got it hi wilson well hi ho neighbor so, how's Jill's office coming? Come and go on. She backed out right after she saw her shrink. Whoa, so you were destroyed by Freud. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah. Hung by Young. <laughs> yeah, brought to a halt by Gestalt. <laughs> could we? I'm hurting here. This project meant a lot to me. I put a lot of hours into it. I was already starting to miter stuff up. Next thing I know, we're in a big fight and I'm sleeping on the couch. Well, Tim, it seems to me, since the office was for Jill, it's certainly her prerogative if she wants to change her mind. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) When I'm building stuff, I lose myself in the job, you know? Uh It's it's very important to me. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. I'm being selfish. No, no, no. What I'm thinking is that you remind me of one of my great heroes. Yeah? Jefferson. He was one of my heroes. Oh. That guy started out, he had one dry cleaner, the next thing he was moving on up. <laughs> I'm confused. George Jefferson. His wife's name was Wheezy. No, 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 Tim. I'm talking about Thomas Jefferson. You know, he was a man that needed to work with his hands. When he was at home at Monticello, he would lose himself building his house, tending his garden, and it was while doing these simple hands-on tasks that Jefferson saw his life more clearly. Hey, wow. Really? I am like Jefferson. Mm-hmm. When I'm swinging a hammer, that's when I see and think the clearest. Right. So that was probably why building Jill's office was so important to you. I never really thought of it that way. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Tim, you growing a beard? <laughs> What do you think? Well, I'm not sure. I could never understand why a man would want to hide his face. <laughs> so right away, they get into it. How's the office going? Uh, Tim shares, and Wilson's coming up with some nice psych puns here. Um, what does he say? 
like foiled by Freud or something? Destroyed by Freud. Destroyed and by then Freud. I stopped. I was pretty impressed by that, but then he kept going and I stopped writing them down. Um, he does like three more. or four. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Wilson says it's Jill's office, so it's her prerogative. Um, not sure I agree with that sentiment to begin with, but Tim goes on to say how important the job was to him, and uh, they talk about the Jeffersons. And mm-hmm. I kind of like this because, I don't know, it just wasn't expected. I thought Thomas Jefferson right away, but Tim says George Jefferson mm-hmm. and moving on up and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but they, they talk about how Thomas Jefferson thought the clearest when he was working with his hands on Monticello, a place that I went a few years ago, which was beautiful, I got to say. I don't know if you've ever been. Uh, no, where is it? It's uh, It's in Virginia. So when we went to D.C., it was maybe like 45 minutes or an hour. I got to go. I can't remember. We went. We did D.C., and then we did Mount Vernon, and then we did Monticello, and it was all grand. So. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. It was, like, high up in, you know, not, I guess, the hills of Virginia and a uh, beautiful-looking place. So, very cool. Um, anyways, back to what was going on. Wilson says something about, I mean, basically, they're tying in, like, this is where Tim, you know, gets his clarity is when he's working with his hands. He can work things out, and mm-hmm. it's kind of his therapy. So... And there's a joke at the end. Wilson is talking about the beard, and he says, I don't know why you'd ever want to hide your face. Kind of funny. Uh, funny. I don't think Wilson's advice here is that good. I don't know. I guess the the conflict in this one, I have some questions about. The episode maybe thinks we're supposed to align with Jill, and I'm not necessarily sure that I do completely. We can talk about that at the end. I don't know. Um, All right. Inside. Jill is uh, sewing skulls for Mark. And, uh, you know, it's going well, I guess. I don't know. They just <laughs> as, sort of, like, as well casually... as it could be. Say, say it again? As well as it could be, I suppose. Yeah, they're just like casually sort of every couple, I don't know, this season they're just like, hey guys, don't forget, Mark is uh, weird now. So <laughs> this will come back later, probably, maybe. Uh, Tim comes in, admits his uh, sort of faults, I guess, in the episode. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, relays what Wilson just said to him and, and how he's able to gather insight through building. That's sort of a way for him to, I don't know, calm himself or work through problems. Talks about how Brad getting his license was more difficult for him than he imagined, and that's not something he'd ever told Jill. Um, sort of apologizes here. Jill doesn't return the favor, necessarily. Um, I mean, she gives him a kiss, so... Hey, you know, what more do you need? <laughs> and uh, the scene sort of ends with Jill saying, hey, you know what? Uh, you can't build me a, an office attic, but I think you should redo the garage. And Tim, Tim's pretty happy about that. So, you know, uh, they, they do a little, little bit of necking here, a little bit of beard necking. And uh, that's, that's that for that scene. That's right. And a uh, very short scene to end it here at home. Jill is shucking corn for dinner. Tim comes down and he finished shaving. She's very excited to see his beardless face, but he shaved his head instead. And Jill almost has a heart attack. But he does rip it off and it's a bald cap. So, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that would have been crazy. I wonder uh, if that's going to come back for his Halloween costume. I, man, I don't know. I'll be waiting. He could be Uncle Fester or something, maybe. Roll credits fade to black. Room at the top, a.k.a. Mm, she's therapist. Um, Jordan, what do you think of this one? Uh, whatever you want to call this. <laughs> you never lows. remember. Well, that's because it changed. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Castle's Corner. It's okay, been that way now... since we changed it. All right. This is Castle Corner. All right. Shout out to Stacy Castle, as always. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I think this is an okay episode. I, I mean, I laugh at some stuff that isn't meant to be funny, of course. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, uh, how they opened the episode with Al stuck in the can. I thought that was kind of funny. I unintentionally think the, uh, hey, I don't go for that sort of thing is funny again. Um, other than that, I think it's, there's not like a lot going on that's funny necessarily. The dinner party scene, of course, is like the best part of this episode. You know, Doug and Patty in there mixing it up, the uh, the tension in the room, all that good stuff. So I, I don't think it's like as good as, I forget what the last episode was called, but we liked that one and the one before a lot better. But I do think it's a, a little bit above average. Um, you know, we could have done without the Randy and Brad talking behind the couch scene. <laughs> And um, I don't necessarily love Wilson's advice, but I do like the jokes contained in that scene. So that was good enough for me. So yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was there, there's some stupid stuff like the beer jokes and whatnot, but uh, yeah. it was a good watch for me. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, yeah, not as good as the last two, but still slightly better than average. There are some good jokes in here, like you said, the Doug and Patty scene, the dinner, the dinner party scene is funny. Tim has some good jokes with the, the subflooring and getting deeper. Um, let me think. I didn't. The opening scene didn't do quite as much for me as you. Um, the yeah, like I said, there are some good jokes. Uh, the Jefferson joke is good. It, it's it's funnier than maybe your average episode. Lowe's. Um, I don't know. The general conflict is kind of just. I don't know. I. I I felt like the episode kind of wanted us to think, man, Tim had really, Tim was really in the wrong for kind of being frustrated by the situation, and the uh, we we sort of have to have Tim have this like self discovery at the end and apologize. When I felt like maybe both sides should have been apologizing. I don't know. It's the kind of thing you sort of when you watch a million episodes of Home Improvement, those are the kind of things you start to think about. Where it's like, okay, who do they want us to align with, and do we actually agree with that? And, Maybe in this one I thought that uh, both sides were at fault and uh, that should have maybe the final scenes and the apology should have gone a different way. But I don't know. That's, that's I, a I also thing. F- I also feel like she really could have used the office. <laughs> so that yeah, was kind of right, weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The therapy scene is is kind of a it, – it sort of changes the course of the whole episode. And uh, I don't know. She just kind of goes in there and complains a whole bunch. like, And, and then she just – I don't know. I, I guess maybe the general conflict I didn't – didn't go in for a ton, but uh, I you don't, don't go, go for that. I don't go in for that kind of conflict, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's it's harmless, <laughs> and uh, I probably won't think about it a lot in the future. But uh, yeah, it was it was an enjoyable enough watch. So there you go. All right, let's move on to the social media aspect of this episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com, Facebook and Twitter at Home and Podcast. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can get access to some bonus episodes. There's also an opportunity to get some stickers, um, pick bonus episodes for us to do, all that sorts of stuff is there. If you want to support us uh, and you don't have a dollar a month or you just don't like us that much, uh, you can go and review us on iTunes and, uh, you know, that'll help other people find us. Uh, or any other podcasting app as well. You can leave a review on Stitcher or whatever you use. So that would be really appreciated. And Adam, you said you got some stuff on Twitter, and I'd love to hear it. Yeah. I feel like if you don't like us, $12 worth, that really bums me out. Um, <laughs> or a dollar a month. <laughs> you know, uh, obviously the big news out of the last episode was the Ferris Bueller stuff. That poll is ongoing. 
Oh. Uh, I, I said it for two days because I, you know, we were originally going to record uh, a day from now, but you know, Jordan, you wanted to move this up, so uh, I don't. I'm not going to weigh in on that until that poll is finished because I, I will say right now it's pretty close, fifty fifty, which is frustrating to me because I felt like I presented <laughs> I presented a really good point, but I can't I can't wade into those waters until next week. But I do have another poll. So thirty five total votes. Is Randy actually a good journalist? Fourteen hmm. percent no. 86% yes. Look at that promising career for Randy. Uh, and then we have some people responding. Uh, at Stephanie said, uh, yeah, of course. And Andrew Shawisau, uh, pronunciation questionable on that one. He says, uh, he did uncover the pork stew using the tofu, uh, but still not as journalistic as Brad's Hey Yo column. So presumably these are, these are things that are going to happen in the future. So um, I remember the Hey Yo stuff. I do not. I'm excited, though. Uh, tweeted uh, today a ranking of the Halloween episodes we've covered so far. Uh, so if you want to see that, that's on Twitter. Um, there's been five. We have two more to go. So always like those. Um, other things of note. Let me scroll down here looking for the polls. Just gives Sorry. you an idea of how active Adam is on Twitter. You know, yeah. He's got to scroll down. Did I cover the uh, which mark do you trust more poll yet? I can't remember. I don't kind of think so. Up. Okay. All right. So more polls. Which mark do you trust more? Uh, 28 total votes. 7% said Mark Zuckerberg. 93% said Mark from Home Improvement. So. Wow. Yeah. That just uh, goes to show a lot, I think. And what about uh, after that submarine article? That's kind of why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg has the privacy concerns with Facebook. Mark Taylor, uh, Tara Nosmith. Doing weird stuff with submarines. But uh, at Linda Style wonders if anybody actually trusts Mark Zuckerberg. And, hey, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> You're not uh, even on Facebook, so who cares? Not, yeah. Um, this is in relation to Quest for Fire. Is the grill shooting off into the sky a good comedic moment? 23 total votes on this. 13% said no. 87% said yes. Jordan, I guess we're kind of in the minority on that one. <laughs> I think for a lot of the stuff we cover, we probably are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and then the last poll: uh, which couple do you prefer? Uh, Thirty total votes. So thirty-three percent said Brad and Angela. Sixty-seven percent said Randy and Lauren. So correct. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, obviously, we are and, not in the minority in that one. Yeah, and otherwise, you know, lots of stuff going on. Twitter, tweeting fun stuff, having a good time. Be a part of the fun. Follow us at Home and Podcast. Jordan, we got some questions, so we better rip open that mailbag. You've got mail. Peter Ellis uh, tweeted at us. He says, uh, always love home improvement growing up. Uh, uh, I wrote to Tim Allen. He sent me a signed photo. It's up in my living room. I've always wanted them to do a reunion for many years. However, does everyone feel it would be bad without Wilson? So basically, you know, can they do a reboot without Wilson? That's, that's the question. Uh, is a reunion George, different than a reboot? He is using the word reunion. So uh, that is how we need to answer the question. Is a reunion different than a reboot? I kind of think reboot is misused a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. To me, a reboot is like uh, when you do, uh, you know, you a start new, a series a new, over from scratch, or a film like they did the the all female Ghostbusters recently. Like that to me is a reboot. Okay, um, not a continuation of the story. To me, but he's asking about reunion, which would be a continuation. So, Jordan, what do you think? Can you do it without Wilson? I mean, it's definitely a different show, but it's obviously a different show because everybody's much older and there's different storylines here. So, 
I, I don't see why not necessarily. I think we talked to Patricia Richardson about this, and I think that she said that would be the hardest thing for yeah. her. So uh, as far as the cast goes, that might that might be a no non-starter. But even with that fact, I feel like we've had different people from the cast say they'd be into it. Richard Karn said he'd be into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some writers said they'd be into it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you could do it. It's a, it's a different show. You got different roles and. Uh, Wilson obviously is not going to be behind the fence, but uh, that's the way it works. Time. Cut and dry, Jordan. Uh, I would say yes, and I would point folks to the direction of the reboot script that I wrote, uh, you edited, wherein... We uh, acted out as well. We acted out, wherein uh, Wilson's not giving advice behind the fence anymore, but uh, Tim is, so... Tim uh, escalates into that role. If that wets your whistle, uh, I, I don't, don't even know. know where you can find it anymore. I can, I'll just send it to you, probably, <laughs> if you want to read it out. I wrote it. It's about 25 pages. It's interesting. Um, Carmen Finestra did not like it. Uh, everyone else did. So <laughs> did we see? Did you ever send me the notes on that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I forwarded you the email. He's okay. basically like, line I must by have, line. I must have blocked it out because he was, he was like so line by line by line, like blank would not do this because, and it's like, okay, well, I don't know. I kind of think they would. Uh, next question. <laughs> this is from uh, Danny. Okay, she wants to know, uh, what do you think the Taylor's life would be like now? Would Tim and Jill still be married? What would they do now? And where do you think the kids are now? Um, well, so people again, are always want, you, you wanting can to know point about them the to reboots. the reboot, of course. Um, I mean, yeah, the reboot again, if you want that script, holla at me. Um, it's Halloween, I'm feeling charitable. Uh, they would definitely still be married, you know. I yeah, know. I don't yeah. see any reason why they would be divorced. They've gotten gone through so much crap already yeah. that, uh, boy, do you remember really early on when Jill, like, left Went and to stayed at the hotel? hotel? <laughs> yeah. That was bizarre. They were still finding their footing. They were like, uh, how much will she tolerate? That episode, next to not, nothing. Not so much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think they're together. What else? Where are they? Well, didn't they move to they Indiana? They moved to, like, Indiana, but they're, you know, they're, they're back. coming back. They're back. Obviously they missed the back. Great Lakes. Yeah, Great Lakes State. I mean, Tim's doing the pure Michigan stuff. That's canon. That's in no improvement. <laughs> no. They're back in Michigan. Uh, what do they do now? Uh, Jill's well, t- still, Jill's Tim still practicing. His, yeah. And Tim left his job, so he has got to get something new going on. Yeah. I think I what s- you mentioned in yeah. your reboot script is he's, he's, uh, he's doing a little bit of Art Leonard's job. Teaching a little bit of woodshop. Uh, yeah. And where are the kids? Well, uh, Randy is a uh, tenured professor at Dartmouth. Mark Will never is, come back home. Yeah, Mark is doing the submarine stuff that Tara and Noah Smith is doing in real life. <laughs> so Mark follows the Tara and Noah Smith route, art imitating life, imitating art. And Brad is a soccer coach in like Lansing or something. That's my speculation. Great so. place. Great place to live. Great place. Great place. Um, <laughs> Let's not go down that road. No. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, that's it, though. Thank you for the questions. If you have any more, tweet at us at Home and Podcast. So. Thanks, Danny and all. I don't remember who else asked questions. But, uh, yeah, we love getting those mailbag questions. It saves you guys from listening to stupid questions we ask each other. So Yeah, we don't have any more. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> We're fresh out. I don't have I ran out of questions. I ran out of questions years ago. And if you listen to the show, then, yeah, you know. You know that's true. Uh, Jordan, anything else you want to get off your chest here? It's funny you should ask. Uh, no, I don't have Okay. Any. All right. What are we covering well, next week? We should probably talk about minimalism a little bit more. Uh, uh, what are we covering next week? <laughs> next week, we're going to pump you up, baby. Wow. Okay. Is that pump what it's called? Pump you up. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Super exciting. Fun. 
I wonder. We're gonna Tim talk gonna about take, your workout habits. Is Tim gonna take anabolic steroids? About time. Yeah, finally. All right, Jordan. It's been a pleasure talking to you, listeners. Thank you for listening. I guess I should say, take care and happy Halloween. Take care, everybody. Boo! <laughs> <What>? Jeez! <laughs> that was horrifying. <laughs>